What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Lost and Lifting Talk. Today we are going to talk about strength training for females. And we're actually going to go over the five biggest mistakes that I see most females making inside of their training programs and why they're not producing the results that they want to produce. Now, these are mistakes that a lot of males make as well, but I see it more often with females rather than just with males, with the females that come in that I speak in working with, the adjustments that we make to their training to start kick to kickstart results. These are things that I see them doing wrong beforehand and the adjustments that we make to make their, their training more effective to create the result that they want, which usually comes down to losing fat and building a little bit of muscle to create that toned or defined look. And I know we've talked about this a little bit on the podcast in recent, ep- or not recent episodes, but older episodes, I guess. I guess it's been at least a few months since we've discussed any of this. But all that toned really means or defined is building some muscle and losing some fat, meaning we're building muscle for our skin to sit on, but we're losing fat to tighten up at the same time to create that defined athletic or toned look that most females are wanting. And Usually when we talk about training, females think to do that, you can do running or cycling or group classes, different things like that to create that sort of look. And as more research has come out, as more case studies with my own clients, with um, my colleagues' clients, just with people in general, you see ladies making transformations, they're doing a lot more strength training. There's a stigma around strength training for ladies. It's not as bad as it once was, but it used to be really bad where women weren't supposed to strength train. But what we found now is it doesn't make you big and bulky. It actually can just help accentuate your feminine physique to help you look the way that you are actually wanting to look. So we are going to go over the five biggest mistakes that I see with females in their training and why they aren't producing the results that they want to. Let's just hop in. Number one is consistency with movements. Now, what I mean by this is A lot of us think that we need to go into the weight room. This goes for guys too. A lot of us go into the weight room and think we always need to be switching things up to confuse the muscle and grow the muscle. But really, we want to get really good at movements that are accentuating body parts that we want to further develop. So if you want to develop your lower body, a really good movement for that, if your body is set up for it, would be a squat. But what we find is is ladies will come in, or not just ladies, this is everybody in general, really. You'll come in, you'll do squats one day, then you'll switch to a leg press on another day. You don't have a, a set routine to where you're consistent with movements every single week and trying to build on those movements over time. We're always going in and trying to switch up the workout, do something completely different to keep it fresh and fun. And by all means, we need to keep things fresh. We need to keep things fun, but we also need to keep things consistent, meaning we should try to be getting better at squatting. We should be trying to get better at hip thrusts. We should be trying to get better at the movements we're doing instead of always switching up the movements. And you're going to create far better results in terms of your body composition. Your body needs to progress, meaning doing the same movements over time, but progressing those movements. And that's that's one on my list as well that we'll get into here in just a second. But I just want to hammer home that consistency within the same types of movements is something that a lot of us don't think about. We're always trying to switch things up to make it more fun or to think that our body needs it always switched up. But really, if we'll get consistent with a lot of the same training movements and aim to get better at those training movements, you're going to see far better results because your body's actually going to be progressing with that movement and you're going to force adaptions over time. 
Number two is too much cardio and group classes. Now, I have nothing against cardio or group classes. I own a gym. We have cardio equipment and we offer group classes and a lot of people come to those group classes, males and females. But you don't want that to be the core of your exercise if you have that goal of building a more toned or defined type body that you want. If you want to lose fat, we know we should be incorporating more strength training. It's going to help us hold on to our lean tissue. It's going to help us build some lean tissue and ultimately end up with the body composition that you want. Doing a bunch of cardio, doing a bunch of group classes aren't going to develop your body in the way that you want to. Now, it's a great way to get active. It's a great way to sweat a lot, which are all great things, but it's not going to create the body composition that you are looking for. And so it just comes down to common sense with that. Yes, you're going to burn a lot of calories. Yes, you might aid weight loss or fat loss. But again, the goal is to be toned or to find, have that look, that athletic look that you're looking for. You have to have more strength training involved than cardio. And I'll always suggest always having more strength training in your programming rather than cardio. So for myself, when I'm programming for clients, it's always about three strength training days to one cardio day. And that's about where I like to keep that ratio. Maybe it'd be three to two, but for most people, it's three strength training days to one cardio day. Now, if there's like four or five strength training days, depending on the individual, their experience level and um, what they can adhere to, maybe if it's four or five strength training days, maybe there's two or three cardio days, but there's always going to be more strength training days than cardio days. Just because we're trying to build muscle, we're trying to hold on to lean tissue, we're trying to build strength so that as we're losing fat from the diet side of things, we're creating that body that we're actually looking for and we're losing fat. We're ensuring that we're losing fat and we're not just losing weight. There's a big difference there. We want to ensure we're holding on to our lean tissue. We're giving that lean tissue a reason to stay. And we're hopefully potentially building that lean tissue a little bit to look even better, more athletic when the fat has come all the way off and we've reached our goal. Now we've got a physique that's been built through strength and not a physique that's been drained through cardio. So that's a big one. You don't want to put all your focus into group classes and cardio. Now, it's okay to do it. You can have some of that in there, but that shouldn't be the main focus of what you're doing each and every day if your goal is to have a body that has muscle, it has a lower body fat percentage, you want to make sure that strength training is at the core and you sprinkle group classes and cardio on top of that as an extra added, just an it's extra credit almost is how you look at it. It's going to help in the long run. Sure, it's going to help you be healthier, but it's not going to help you necessarily look better. So just understand that more strength, less cardio, less group classes. Number three is a really important one, and it's not having a progression system. I kind of touched this on this in number one with consistency within movements, but you have to progress your movements over time, meaning if you're squatting and you're doing four sets of five with 135 pounds, well, with time, we need that number to be up. We need to be able to do 145 pounds for five reps or 165, 175 pounds for five reps over time or be still be doing that 135 pounds but doing it for six reps instead of five reps and then doing it for seven reps instead of six reps. 
reps, doing it for eight reps instead of seven reps. We need to be progressing our movements over time to keep our body further adapting. You can't just go into the gym and repetitively do the same things over and over and over again and expect to continue getting a different result from it. That's actually the definition of insanity, right? Doing the exact same thing over and over, but expecting a different result. So we to adapt and to keep our body progressing in terms of strength, building muscle, losing fat, we need progression schemes intact to help with that. So it might mean that you're going to have to track some of your lifts. I know that with my clients, I do have them track. Within the FFD program that I'm releasing, you do track your weights over time to make sure that you're progressing. And by the time you're finished, you're stronger than you were when you started the program because that's what's going to help your body improve over time. Now, we do this with the movements and exercises for you that you are most wanting to grow in terms of the body parts. So if you want bigger legs or a bigger butt, we're going to add squats, we're going to add hip thrusts, and we're going to try to progressively overload those over time and get stronger and do more volume with them because that's what's going to adapt the body further. But if you're always coming into the gym and doing 135 pounds of hip thrust for four sets of five and you're doing that now and you're doing the same a year from now, your body's not going to look any different in that year's time frame because you haven't progressed in your training which makes your body adapt to the training, which makes those improvements so that you look better and better the longer that you train. So you've got to add progression systems into what you're doing to be able to further develop your body and further improve your body with your training over time. Training is not just about coming in and killing yourself. Training is about coming in and getting better at training over time to continually keep improving your body alongside it. Number four is not enough intensity. So far too much body weight work, really high reps for really lightweight. And there's nothing wrong with that. You can add some of that in. But what I see with a lot of ladies is they come in and they just do like glute air kickbacks or body weight squats or hip thrusts with no weight. And they just continue to do that for a long time because they're trying to tone the muscle. But we understand now when it comes to toning, it's not about doing really high reps for really light weight. That's not going to keep the muscle small but toned the way that you want to think about it. What we're trying to do is build that muscle and lose fat. And what we know is the muscle can't build very fast, but the only way to build it is to progress it over time. So if you can do 100 kickbacks, laying or laying on all fours and doing a, a kickback from your knee, pushing your butt up to contract your butt, that's great. But if you're not getting close, if you're not using enough intensity to where the last couple reps are really, really hard and you're getting closer to failure, you're not going to be stimulating your body enough to actually create an adaption for you to actually grow or improve that body part. So what I'm saying is we need to be using more weight and pushing closer to failure. Now, this doesn't mean you need to kill yourself and go to failure and lift as much as humanly possible, but once you've mastered the body weight movements, it's time to start adding weight to the bar and pushing yourself a little bit. It's time to start progressing and trying to use more weight over time and getting closer to failure. Now, I'm not saying you have to go to absolute failure and kill yourself, but you should be getting within three, four reps of failure in most of your sets to make sure that your body's progressing. And once you've done that for a while, you're at the three to four mark where you might have three or four reps in the tank when you stop each set. 
Well, now we move that up even a little bit further. Now we start playing with one, two, or three reps left in the tank at the end of your set to make that intensity even higher, meaning we're going to be using heavier loads and that weight is going to be more stressful on your body to keep creating further adaptions. But going into the body and or going into the gym and just continuously doing bodyweight workouts for really high reps with like kickbacks and things like that. Sure, you're in there and you're exercising and that's great, but if you're not pushing enough intensity inside of your training sessions, you're not going to continue pushing those adaptions. Just like we need to progress, we need to be using a high enough intensity that's actually going to force the body to adapt too. So I would evaluate that with yourself. What are you doing inside of your sets? Are your sets hard by the last couple reps? Do you only have a few reps left in the tank? Or when you finish a set, do you still have 5, 10, 15, even 20 reps left in the tank, but you're just trying to tone the muscle so you stop because you think that's what's going to tone it. At this point, hopefully you understand toning is about doing high reps for really low weight and it's not about doing low reps for really high weight either. It's about including all of it together, high reps for low weight, low weight for high reps, even moderate weight for moderate reps. We should be including all of it, but we need to be progressing it and we also need to be using an intensity that is right for our experience level. If you're a beginner, your intensity should probably be somewhere around like five or six reps left in the tank until you have the form down really well. Once you get comfortable with the form and the exercises that you're doing, well, now we can start pushing closer to like four, maybe three reps left in the tank by the end of your sets and the sets are starting to get a bit higher, harder. We're using a little bit more weight. And then as you get more advanced, we start pushing to two to one to even zero reps left in the tank at the end of your sets to make sure we're pushing the body even higher with a higher intensity to keep forcing adaptions over time. And if you're adding progressions into your workouts, like I mentioned before, you're going to automatically hit these higher intensities with time because you're not going to just be able to continue using body weight and doing hundreds of reps essentially over time. That's not going to be logical or practical inside your training, right? So we got to start adding load to the workouts that we're doing, to the exercises that we're doing to up the intensity and to progress those exercises to keep the body adapting to get it to look the way that we want it to look. And number five, the last one that we're going to touch on today is not eating enough calories or protein. For a lot of ladies, if you've lost a lot of weight already, now you're trying to get that tone look. Chances are, you're really low calorie. I find this often. P- ladies have gone through a great weight loss transformation. They've lost maybe 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds, but they haven't given themselves the time to reverse out of that deficit that they've been in. So they're still only eating 1,200, 1,300, 1,400 calories at their new body weight. And they haven't reversed calories back up over time to push their maintenance back up, to push their hormones back up, to regain their energy, sustain the progress that they've made, but at a higher calorie intake. And this is a podcast that can be made in itself about reverse dieting. And I plan on doing that shortly. But just you can't be eating such low calorie forever and expect your body to keep improving. We have to reverse calories over time. We have to give the metabolism a break. We have to give the hormones a break. We have to give the body a break. Always being in a calorie deficit isn't healthy for your body in the long run. A calorie deficit is a stress to your body. Maintenance is the overall goal. You can train a lot harder at maintenance. You can build more muscle at maintenance, and then we can use calories and come back into a deficit when we need to to lose fat after we've built some muscle or do it simultaneously in a lot of scenarios for ladies, just depending on your experience level and your history with training and nutrition. You can get away with building some muscle, losing a little bit of fat, just in a slight calorie deficit rather than such a drastic calorie deficit over time. So we're essentially eating more food to look better in the long run instead of being so worried about gaining any weight that we keep 
calories as low as possible and suffer because of it. So our training sucks. We're not building any muscle. We're ending up with that skinny fat look because we're not actually giving our body the food that it needs to be able to develop, to be able to build some muscle and to be able to just make sure we're losing fat and we're not losing just weight. We don't want to lose muscle and weight when we're dieting or from our nutrition. We want to make sure we're just losing fat. We're potentially building muscle or just holding on to our lean tissue so that we create that look at the end that we're looking for, the tone defined athletic look that we want. It comes down to being smart with your nutrition, not always being in a calorie deficit, but periodizing your calories over time to give yourself times where you're at a maintenance level to keep your metabolism higher so that you can eat more food, you can lose more fat on higher calories and things like that. And again, making sure you have enough protein. If you don't have enough protein, you're not going to be able to build muscle. You're not going to be able to hold on to lean tissue. So you are going to lose lean tissue as well as fat and not end up looking the way that you want to. So for most ladies, somewhere between 0.7 to 1 gram of protein per pound of body weight is ideal. If you have 20 to 30 pounds or more to lose, probably somewhere closer to that 0.7 to 0.8 grams of protein per pound of body weight is a good spot to be. Or if you only have, let's say 15 pounds or less to lose somewhere closer to that 0.9 to one grams of protein per pound of body weight is probably a better spot for you to land. So that higher protein intake, not always being so low in calories, but going through maintenance phases, keeping the metabolism strong is going to help you look how you want to by the end. And it's going to be easier for you to stick to the nutrition on the back end of things because you're not always going to be solo calories. So you'll be able to enjoy social occasions a little bit more. You'll get out of that binge eating um, habit that a lot of us end up in because we're always so low calorie, then we'll binge and restrict and binge and restrict and it can just turn into a load of problems. So properly feeding yourself is another huge one that will aid in your training over time to help you eventually get to where you're trying to go in terms of your body composition and be able to sustain it much more easy. So I hope that these helped you. These are the top five mistakes that I see most females making inside of their training that stops them from ultimately looking the way that they want to look. If you have questions with this, you're more than welcome to reach out. My email is always down below. And like I've been mentioning a little bit, FFD will be coming out shortly. That is a three day a week female program that is centered around everything that I just discussed. So you'll have consistency within your movements. I'll show you how to progress those movements over time. I'll, sh- I'll walk you through the type of intensity to use. So how much weight you should be using, how many reps you should be doing, how many sets you should be doing. There's also exercises, exercise videos to each and every exercise to show you how to perform the exercises to make sure that you have the form down. And then I walk you through the progressions for the different exercises. So like um, the main exercises of the day have a different type of progression scheme to where we're adding a little bit of weight each and every week and then the accessory movements for the day are where we're adding an extra rep every single week instead of weight so we're using different types of progression schemes over time to add more intensity to further adapt your body to actually help you make it look the way that you want it to look and we're accentuating the the feminine body parts, so the lower body, the shoulders, the back, a little bit of the arms, but we're doing it in a way that's going to help you accentuate your femininity and we're not going to have you looking big and bulky like you're fearing. I basically walk you through the whole process inside of the ebook, showing you what to focus on, how to do it, what to do to make sure you're getting the exact result that you want that's in the 12-week training program that's at the end of the ebook. So um, expect that here in the next few weeks. That will be a great thing for you guys to invest in if you are wondering about your training, if you're not sure, if you're doing things right, or if you've been training for a while and you're not seeing the results that you want to look, chances are you're not implementing these principles into your training to actually make 
your body adapt and have your hard work pay off. So this will be a really good thing for you to invest in. It's much cheaper than my online coaching is that my one-to-one get for me, but you're still going to get the exact same type of programming that they get. The only thing that's different about that is theirs is completely individualized to them and their to their scenario. This program is a three-day-per-week full-body program that will require a gym for you to be able to do it. It's going to be called Fit, Functional, and Defined. I think you guys will really enjoy that. So if you have questions with that, let me know. That will be dropping in the next week or so. I'll shoot out an email letting everybody know when that comes out, and I'll mention it on the podcast one time as well. So I really do appreciate you guys for listening. Again, if you do have questions with your training, with your nutrition, anything like that, you're more than welcome to always reach out. If you find value in this or if if you know somebody else that will find value in this, share it with them or post it on your IG story and just share it with the world. Let people know that you're finding value from this so they can listen and benefit from it as well. I greatly appreciate that. So I really do appreciate you guys. Hopefully you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll talk with you soon.